0: Welcome to Phone Sex with Lily Show, where talent, in front and behind the camera, is showcased and explored. As you can imagine, there are a lot of characters and personalities in this industry. Listen as they share their stories. But first, grab your lube and get comfortable, because the guests will unknowingly be subjected to phone sex with a porn star, webcam model, and your host, Lily Craven.
1: Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you?
2: I'm um, doing really well. Just feeling kind of
1: lonely. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to keep you company?
2: I would absolutely love that.
1: No. What should we do in our, you know, time together?
2: Well, I think we could start by um, you know, maybe some light caressing you know ooh. just hug a little bit press your body against
1: mine ooh you you jumped right into the naughty stuff didn't you <laughs> <laughs> you um you like skin on skin i take it i love it i love to feel my arms wrapped
2: around you and your body pressed against mine i that's one of my favorite feelings
1: Oh, yeah. You know, that would surely take care of that loneliness. Would we so. uh, bring anything fun like some toys in? Oh, well, I'm already wearing my cock. Your what? <laughs> oh, my. Please do tell.
2: <laughs> well, I was hoping you would maybe feel me stiff against you and get
1: a little hint. Mm, now that's quite the toy you have there. <laughs> Ooh. Do I do you
2: feel it inside?
1: Yeah, I have a feeling you're going to have your way with me. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you are amenable to that. Ooh, of, of course. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like, <laughs> I, uh, that little giggle of yours seems to be a little, um... <laughs> Sounds a little sinful. It definitely <laughs> is. You're listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show, and I have a very special guest here today for the listeners. It is the most delectable derriere in the industry, the award-winning, sinfully sensational strap-on queen, Sin <laughs> Sage. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Uh, Thank you so much for coming to talk to me today. (laughs) That was some interesting uh, phone sex direction when we went in.
2: I just, I I had no ideas in my head and um, that's what came
1: out. (laughs) Well, but that does have a, let's just dive, skip over the, how did you get into the industry and you know, that, that crap. I'm going to save you.
2: (laughs) you can find that (laughs) information
1: well and I I mean you're very well known you're a veteran in the industry um you have what done probably over 300 movies oh maybe
2: probably more than that
1: that's (laughs) that's a lot of fucking yeah (laughs) and so why don't you tell them what you're well known for
2: well um you know so I'd say generally what I'm best known for is sort of like authentic lesbian desire that's sort of like the umbrella of what I'm well known for but uh, then subcategorizing under that would be uh, definitely strap on Um, and uh, under that even would be tribbing, or uh, as some people would call it scissoring (laughs) oh is that what now what did you call it Oh, uh, the word is tribadism, and so the act of doing it is called tribbing. T r i b b i n g, and that is just uh, vulvas rubbing. uh, Well, usually vulvas rubbing together, but it also counts if you're like rubbing a vulva on a thigh or a hip or wherever. That's still tribbing.
1: I like (laughs) tribbing.
2: I find it to be a little more um of a technical term or a professional term, whereas scissoring is sort of like the easier way of saying it, but I don't like the visualization of uh, the scissor because um that to me, it looks like this. It, it, yeah. it like um connotates, you know, that sort of like leaning back, like, like two body, two heads leaning away from each other while the legs are intertwined. But the way that I like to do it is sort of, um, they're split, but it's like one on top. Like I'm facing my partner uh, yeah. and doing it that way, and I it feels better and more intimate and more of that body to body contact that we were talking about before. Like yeah. that uh, that's really uh, meaningful to me. So that's the you- way I distinguish it. But you know, sometimes I just realize that I have to give into the common vernacular and. Except that people are calling it scissoring, and
1: that's fine. Well, we'll call it tribbing. Tribbing, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm that's a new word. I'm going to use it. So, and you're known for your like intense scenes. You're very natural, very real, very um, it's just authentic.
2: Yeah. Gonzo, right? yeah pretty much yeah um i mean i love acting but i find that i don't get a ton of it except for you know i say the most uh that i get of that is with the custom videos that i create which tend to be a lot of fetishy type things and that's you know far beyond like handcuffs and spanking you know it gets it gets really wild so uh uh sometimes like I don't know I'm robbing a house and my feet are stuck to the floor. Like weird stuff like that.
1: And so, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs>
2: yeah. But like then I get to then, then I get to go into like my acting um abilities, which is how this whole career of mine even started but from a very uh, very young age. I've always loved acting and performing on stage and on camera and stuff like that. So so yeah, the, the, I do love doing that, but uh oftentimes it's a lot of gonzo stuff for sure.
1: <laughs> but but I mean your performances even if it is gonzo is still a performance.
2: Yeah, definitely and and um you know, you nailed it. It's just that uh I I just approach a scene where it's like, hey, there's this beautiful human being in front of me and I get to have sex with them and so I just do like what feels good to me, what I'm hoping feels good to my partner and Uh, that that's I think that that authenticity is what like shines through uh, and maybe maybe a little different from what people are used to seeing so yes
1: yeah realism to it yeah because I did watch some of your scene, and I'm like wait a minute this is like a whole nother level of of chemistry on the set and (laughs) you can tell like you really you're into your partner like that's where you want to be at that moment so I think it definitely shines through I'm sure you're well aware of that well, <laughs> and you also I- film with i mean you'll film with girl girl you do trans you do there's is there any like category do you film with men i know you film with your husband
2: yeah so right? i've uh, i never worked with men in my career lucky um, <laughs> we
1: not, yeah. I want lucky no. Well, you know that,
2: that was a uh when i got into the business i was in a, a very serious long-term relationship with a, with a guy um this was you know 20 years ago like the way we thought about things was maybe a little bit different and um mm-hmm. and he was a uh non-industry person <laughs> he was civilian
1: uh, I mean,
2: <laughs> We call it. <laughs> yes. And um, so you know, he was very much like he knew this is like the direction I want to take with my life, and he was okay with that. But he's just like, you know, don't don't um you know, I, I was just I wasn't gonna cheat on him with another guy. Like that that's the mindset. Yes. The and so um, so to me it wasn't even like a question of like, do I do boys? I don't even know. No, it's just like, well, I'm doing this is what I'm doing, girl, girl, you know. And um uh, and then I was in the industry for a long, long time. We, we were together for nine years before uh, we finally broke up. And then, and then at that point I had been in the industry for, um, that long. And so I was like, well, I, I kind of knew how the industry worked a little bit more. I had done camera for boy, girl scenes. I'd been on set for boy, girl scenes and stuff like that. So I was like, you know, I'm going to give this long relationship I had, um, I'm going to like respect it with a little bit of time and I'm going to take a year for myself to really decide like if I want to go into boy girl work. And, um, you know, in the end, uh, I think it was a lot that I just realized that that's not for me. That particular way of going about things is just not uh, the direction that I wanted to go. And um, I was lucky enough to meet a very, you know, beautiful man, who <laughs> we mm-hmm. stole each other's hearts for sure. Aww. And um, and he was very, you know, the opposite of how my previous uh, relationship was. He was very enthusiastic about my career and nice, uh, you know, interested in it. And he was also a civilian, and so um, <laughs> there was no judgment there. And I was able to just really um. You will continue living my career, obviously, like that's no awesome. one was going to change that for me. Um, yep. But then he was, you know, I was like, well, do you want to try webcamming with me and see how that goes? And then that was very awesome. And then I was like, maybe we shoot some clips together. Maybe we see if we get hired by other people together and everything just kind of like grew from there. And so. Now we just run the business together, and he, all, it's a family
1: business, huh?
2: Yeah, so that's he's awesome. the camera person. He does the editing for me. He's the PA, does the lighting, um, and we just run the company together. And it's that's awesome, been amazing. So that's uh, the that's the male, uh, the cis male that I work with, and I'm very very happy to kind of kind of leave it there. Like we we talk occasionally about doing like um boy boy girl or mm-hmm. like couples stuff um as far as on camera um so we might do that someday but we'll
1: see (laughs) you never know where the the journey will take you in the industry literally i don't even make plans anymore because or goals because you're like it can go in so many directions and if you get too focused on one then you're going to end up i mean missing out yeah, and I'm missing out yeah. on so much more. So and I,
2: I the the industry evolves too. Yes, and you never know how it's going to evolve next or what's going to come around the bend. So, you know, just yeah, kind of being open, and uh, as long as you know we're we're together, uh, we can do. We can face the world.
1: Yeah, right <laughs> now. Now, speaking of the industry evolving, do you feel like the industry is falling back into, you know? Old, the old way of thinking?
2: I don't feel that, but I think it's interesting the way you ask that question. Do you think that?
1: I do. Oh, I do. Me. Okay, I would say that's, <laughs> I, I feel that way because um, not necessarily social media, but we are definitely being shut down. And, and I think that they're successfully shutting us down. Um, now, platforms that say it's, you know, you can't post here. We don't want this here. That's their right. Like, we have yeah. to respect that. Of but course. really, I mean, what's next? Like, we have a catalog. We're going to be back in the JCPenney catalog days. Like, where there's not much if you're being shut down across the board. Hmm. Um, and right. I don't believe we have... a a strong platform twitter yes um i just don't i think it's falling backwards instead of progressing i don't think society's falling backwards right it's like there's some force some someone who is the almighty that is pulling it backwards but i don't know quite who that would be or what
2: well, I can understand why you would feel that way very, very much. Um, I think when it comes to platforms, if we're talking about social media platforms, mm-hmm. um, you know, Twitter has been this bastion of allowing for people to really say what they want, um, And then they reach a point, I mean, it's different if we're talking about like politics or sexuality, although I do feel like sex and sex work is inherently political.
1: Yes. Um,
2: So, but I think on the other side of things, like when when you ask, when I talk, when I think about how the industry changes, the way I think about it is how it continues to adapt to the times. And I think we know that like, As much as since the since the dawn of time, since the dawn of history, we have uh, cave paintings of pornography. Uh, You know, sexuality has been represented in some form of visual media since human beings could write on walls. So uh, I feel that it's very clear that like that will never go away, no matter who Correct. is trying to stop it or tamp it down or make it go away, whether it's religion and it's always religion plays a, a role, but, um, or, you know, the right or just even, even people on the left who, you know, like we would talk about swerfs and stuff like that. Uh, sex worker, exclusionary, radical feminists. Um, they can play their game and, they can cause us some real harm, but, uh, and they, they do, but I think ultimately, you know, uh, porn and nudity and sexuality will always prevail. I mean, it's always going to be yes. there. The, the question is whether or not it's, you know, completely underground and turns into like a black market thing. And it causes to be people to be like in more danger, um, more danger of like being imprisoned and, and things of, like this, mm-hmm. or, if we're going to allow adults to engage in adult activities with Correct. each other
1: <laughs> yes,
2: and, and, do, and do it like that. So, so when I think about the industry shifting and changing, um, I think about individual creators having more power. I think about the fact that the mm-hmm. first 10 years of my career, I was just like waiting for the phone to ring or waiting for an email that says like, hey, I want to book you for something. And like that was my career. I was just completely like all of my income was based on whether or not I was getting hired for scenes or someone else. yeah, Yes. And since, you know, like Pornhub came along, those jobs started to drop. So I was forced to a position of like, how am I going to adapt in this now? I got a little camera. I had a friend (laughs) show me how to edit. I got a little light And I started shooting my own things and I started to get emails from fans who were like, can you make me a video like this? And I was like, well, now I can do that. And so I just grew from there. So now, and then OnlyFans happened, which is like the most recent shift. Uh, So now it's like, rather than being reliant on, you know, uh, other people, paying me for gig work. I own my content and I sell my content and being the owner, you can, you always profit off of what you make rather than just getting paid like a one-time performance fee. And that, is so empowering um yes it's crazy like so now i have control over my life like i don't have to live in la i can live somewhere else uh, i lived in my van for three years and like we're trying we're about to get back in the van like early next year and do that and travel again and still produce content and still make a living selling my content so in that way uh, i think it's amazing i think the fact that even in mainstream porn now we have like I don't know if I can say predominantly, but predominantly who I work with are female directors, not a hundred percent, but I do work with a lot of female directors. I feel like women are being represented in this industry a lot more um, as creators, as directors, as um, you know, business women, business people. Um, So I think, and, and also we are being, you know, thanks to sort of like the me too movement and stuff like that. It's like, now we have power that maybe we didn't have, um, you know, 10, 15 years ago where it's like, well, if I speak out about this director, I'll never get hired from them again. So I can't really say anything, even though I feel like I was treated poorly. Like, no, now it's so, I don't know if democratizes the right word, but it's like, if I go on Twitter and I say so-and-so director did blah, blah, blah to me, like,
1: It'll blow up.
2: <laughs> yeah, and especially yep. like you know, I I I am privileged because I do have a name in this industry and I have been around for a long time. So the things I say do carry weight, and I have yes. a reputation. I, I'm not like a shit starter. I I don't make things up. <laughs>
1: you know what I mean. But you're very so, business. You're you're you. Yeah. This is business for you. Yeah, you go oh, in definitely. there. Definitely. Yes.
2: And I'm not I'm not involved in like drama and gossiping and things like that. So. So that does carry a certain weight to it. But, um, but you know, just the fact that that exists out there for us now. So I see, I see a lot of positivity. Um, the, the part that is scary for sure is like the the idea that only fans can take, take it away from us at any moment Yeah, (laughs) that, you know, I sell a lot, most of my content I sell on many vids and clips for sale. Um, those sites, which I call those platforms. They they've thrived. Uh, many vids uh, since around two thousand uh, maybe like thirteen or something. But Clips for sale's been around since late nineties, super early two thousand.
1: I didn't know it was that long. <laughs>
2: yeah. So they uh, you know they've got a foothold in, but no one is immune to what the credit card so this is how the trafficking um, I know, you know <laughs> trafficking anti sex anti-porn people have gotten their um, fingers in the pot here by talking to credit card companies now instead of the government. So because the government has this pesky free speech issue, but uh, (laughs) credit card companies can just be like, oh, well, you can't use our services if you don't follow these guidelines. And the guidelines that are now being set now, I want to say, you know, some of the things are better. Like, yes. even though the Pornhub thing happened and I was making money off Pornhub by selling my clips, just like I do on Clips for Sale, that got taken away. But the the part that should, that part should not have been taken away. The part yes. that did happen, that should have happened, is that people should not be allowed to upload a clip without a verification. Meaning, Correct. you know, just some random person who maybe had sex with an underage girl and filmed it. with Correct. I shouldn't be able to just go and post it on Pornhub as well as you know people shouldn't be out there stealing my scenes and posting it on Pornhub and then taking the money away from me. Exactly. So those things those issues got fixed and so that's why I don't understand why the credit card companies aren't like allowing their use again on Pornhub because it's like those were the issues that the underage. Yes. um, porn happening and the not having model releases filled out from knowing that it was a consensual
1: scene to be published uh, that's basic stuff um so but they're not allowing no. it on any platform right like visa Mastercard, they're just not allowing it at, at all
2: no they my totally understanding. no 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 yes you can oh. you can uh v- visa and mastercard you can buy clips for sale and many bids for sure Oh, nice. Still works.
1: Okay. It's just
2: that there's their um, guidelines have gotten a lot more strict. So now, if you're going to post something on Clips for Sale, for example, it rather than it just going up there, there's a whole process of review. So every single clip of which there are thousands a day, I'm sure, are being posted. Yes, I can't even they, imagine. <laughs> yeah, like they have a staff. They have staff now that has high. Look at every clip that gets posted. Where it did not used to be like that, and so like you know most of these you know weird fetishes, like I'm telling you about, they're all allowed. But if you, you know, if you say the word hypnotize or something like that, I know, flag Fisting. it, <laughs> yeah, and so you got to cut that clip out. You know, um, same thing with like yeah. OnlyFans. It's just everything is very very strict now, and you know they've had to put more money into into it um but i think and we I mean,
1: we need boundaries like yeah you know I'm even okay for society and us like i i i understand mm-hmm. being all free but there's sure. a point where you tell someone else that you're free to do what you'd like and it goes to a level i i don't know if there's even a bad level like it's all fantasy yeah. and if you're consenting but
2: yeah well that's that's the part that gets so hard you know yeah. Because, like, I uh, I do get a lot of, you know, like, let's say, knockout fetish clips. So maybe (laughs) with a little bit of chloroform or something. Like, that's a whole very specific fetish that's based on the acting ability and stuff like that. Yes. Um, It's not, you know... And it's not real life,
1: so you don't really want to die, right? There, yeah,
2: oh, yeah hell no. And I will say, like, <laughs> oh, but I kind of have like a death fetish, like that. Those things, do oh, do a do bit. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I don't really want to die. You know, no, but not today. And <laughs> like having the fantasy of it, like that, can be a turn on, and that's why it's fantasy. You know, um, so a lot of fantasies, like giant tests, these are things that, like, they will never happen in real yes. life. and oh, mommy,
1: <laughs> mommy, like, like they don't right? want to fuck their biological mom. Right. They don't.
2: <laughs> but to play around in the fantasy world, like that's kind of what porn is for. So, yes. you know, well, I can understand some stuff like the hypnotizing thing, like that, that, the limitation of that really does frustrate me as a creator.
1: Yeah, uh, I can why see. Why can't have... we just
2: pretend like we're hypnotized and. Or we're dreaming. Or, yeah, like it's not. We a can't
1: even movie. say we're in a dream. Yes. Yeah,
2: it just won't go through. But. At, at least those platforms still exist. If the credit True. card decided tomorrow, like, nope, nothing at all anymore, then we'd all have to scramble. And I'd be like, hey, what am I going to do for a living now? How am I and going to always
1: find a way, though? First, so, we're women.
2: That's I feel like we always find a way. <laughs>
1: yes, we're, we're survivors. We can, I mean, we will figure it out.
2: That's- yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. That's kind of what I want to say, like, to you directly is. Yeah. You know, I understand the, obviously I'm in it. I understand the sort of the the fear um, and that it feels like there's this fascist boot pressing down upon us. And there kind of is in a lot of ways, but, um, but I do think that as far as sex work and pornography, we will find a way. It's just oh yeah, what's going to be the next thing?
1: I feel like it's also, you know, it's going to revolve around the times and it's going to I think so too. It's totally been, relax. It's, so cool. it's gonna go strict again, and it's just go full circle and over is, and over.
2: And this is what happens when we make so much progress. Like when we yes. make so much progress for women's rights, for equality, for got pull um, back LGBTQ <laughs> rights, trans rights, all of these issues that we are making so much progress for. That's when the people who don't like that shit uh, they're, they're saying, pushing whoa. back the hardest, and they're so loud and. Um, they're mainly a minority. They're not really a majority anymore. True. But because they're so loud, they get the most attention. And because. You think, the think that's Major- the
1: force that, that pulls us back? Like, is. is oh, absolutely. It's the, the loud ones, the ones, the squeaky wheel. Yes. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Because, yeah, because yeah, they're the ones who are going to go, go, go complain to the government they're gonna they're yeah, the voters they, they, so get the,
2: they get their lobbyist groups and they get they get that Facetime, and they you know, oh, they yeah how the evangelicals have kind of like taken over the government
1: right now so yeah <laughs> so, we don't guess, need to get into that do we <laughs>
2: no. yeah but it's it's rough it's it's hard but that's why i'm saying like you're you're totally right about the cycle like i just try to when i feel really dejected and down about these things mm-hmm. i just try to remember that like it has always been this way it will oh, always yeah. be this way so so we move forward and we get pushed back we move forward to get pushed yes. back. this is just part of the cycle of humanity and so until uh human life is no longer sustainable on this planet like this is right. how it's gonna be so
1: then i <laughs> have to totally agree now now at what point did you just realize that you were hot like you like you just went you just went, um, I'm a porn star. Like I I'm I'm that hot. Do you remember? Like as a teenager or at some stage you have to hit that you go, God, I'm hot. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> There's gotta no, be I, you know, I gotta tell you because uh for me, I think um especially when I was younger, I always struggle with self esteem issues. Yes. Uh, I think so many of us do. So many. Um and you know then so i mean to this day i i'm very confident now i i don't really struggle with self esteem um and probably been good on that for the past maybe like 10 15 10 i don't know some amount of time you're doing good yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um but i still like it's weird. I, I don't like look in the mirror and say like, okay. damn, girl, I'm hot. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm hot. That's why I can do this. It's more like I'll catch a glimpse of like a screen grab from a scene, and I'll look at the way like my profile is and the shape of my body and yes. me looking at this other girl, and I'm like, that's fucking hot, you know? Oh, so yeah. Kind of like I feel it in myself as much as. Like, I feel like in myself, I sit with, like, a comfortable ease with, like, who I am and how I look and stuff. But when well when said. I sit moments, like, these particular um, photos or a clip of a video or something, and that's when I'll be like, oh, that's me? That's hot,
1: you know? I know what you mean. Yeah, because you, you have to have an eye for that as well. Like, yeah, you just can see it. And you're like, you know that looks good. And but yes. I don't
2: feel it. Inside, as much like as it's happening. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Now, are you are you different than say your? Is it a character and a performer? I mean, do you have two personas, real life and?
2: I don't feel like that. What I say all the time is, you know, uh, sin is me, and <laughs> I am sin. You know. Um, yes. I I think there we're just. We're uh, we're so entangled with each other that there can't really be a separation.
1: Yeah, well, it's been so many years, too.
2: Yeah. Like, you grow <laughs>
1: into that character as, I mean, grow into it, but you grow with it, I think. Yeah,
2: totally. And that's the thing, too, is, like, I'm sure there are ways that I could make more money by making Sin more of a character that I think people want to consume. Uh-huh but for me uh i've really settled on this years ago that being my authentic self is more important to me than you know than making more money like i will always take more money if it comes my way but yes. but for me what's important in life is like i can't i can't buy it and take it with me when i die you know i i just want to like live my best life now and money isn't like a super important part of that Um, to me. It's like where I've come, especially with my career is just that like, there are other people out there who want to see that authenticity, who are inspired by it. And so for me to just like live as myself, as an example of what I want to see in the world um, is, and as an inspiration to others is just the best gift that I can give. So that's good brown. for you. Yeah. It, is, it's, it is
1: inspirational. It inspires me. Um, I, I'm very different from my character, but that's because I'm so well. First, I started at 40 because of a divorce. So, whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, good for you. So, yeah, this was it was more revenge. I was like, I'm going to get him for cheating on me. I'm going to go do porn. Right. And um, true story. <clears throat> It's not my motivation now, but, um, I just fell in love with the industry and giving me, you know, empowering me and, but I'm very different. Like I'm not someone who would be promiscuous. I'm very monogamous. I I don't date now, but you start to grow into that. It almost allows you like to loosen up a little bit and start to be free. And I could see how they could mesh eventually after years that it, yeah, it's like literally permission.
2: Yes. It's your yeah. job. Totally.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it keeps my mind to loosen up. And so it is inspirational to just say it's okay to be you and just yeah. flow with it, you know? Yeah. And it's fun. Oh, it's so, it's <laughs> it, so it fun. So much fun.
2: It's so fun. And like even, you know, when like when I shift to working for myself more,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: it's a lot of work. I'm like glued A to lot. Computer. So much. But uh yes. <laughs> and but I still feel like even the parts of this job that are difficult, um, the freedom that I get from it is so fucking beyond worth it. Like the fact oh, that yeah. I decide when I work, how I work, who I work with. I take vacations when I want to. I take time off for um, mental health or yeah. reasons whenever I want. I don't have to ask someone else permission. And like the value of that for my life is worth it's huge. It's worth everything else.
1: I just didn't ever fit. And I hear this. It's pretty common that that most of us just didn't fit in the workplace.
2: You totally. Know? And you know what? I did not. Like, yeah, no, not
1: at all. <laughs> like, and,
2: of, like, like, like I got
1: fired at uh, every few couple jobs I had. And I was yeah. like, this is not well, fun. Just, you
2: know, it's just not for us. And for some people, no. like, it is for them. And they, they really, I can Thrive. understand that yeah. security too, of like knowing when your paycheck's going to come, how much it's going to be. And all that, and the, the routine, the routine of it, like the, I get it, I totally get it. Um, but for me, like I don't fit into that at all. Me and either. It's very stifling, and uh, it's just like it's choking. I
1: think it me. would shorten <laughs> my life. Yeah, I think it would shorten my life to stay at the same oh job for twenty five years. Even though I give all due respect to people who totally. can do that, oh, sure. I, I would stood, I stood back and went, oh my gosh, I, you know, I'm not going to be a homemaker anymore. I've got to go get my education, went to school, you know, got my degree. And I'm just like, I can't imagine being at a company that long. And it's just, it would literally, I don't want to say, but I would be, it would be no reason to live. Yeah.
2: And like, even when I would work in a strip club, like I kind of started my career doing that. And it's like, I never stayed at the same. I think the longest I was ever at one strip club was like maybe 10 months. You, before i'm like, like right, i gotta go somewhere else now you know like i just I same thing with like this why we live in a van i've never lived in this This is the longest i've lived in one house ever since when i moved to vegas nice uh, we've been here for like three and a half years by the time we leave it'll be four years that's the longest i've ever lived in one place so again just that like that need inside of me for change and growth a lot and yes. um, you know when i say like it's worth it i mean It's it's worth it that people like you know they question my intelligence or on Twitter they say oh well you're just a sex worker so your opinion doesn't matter like (laughs) I I can't be smart thoughtful (laughs) because I do sex work and you know that that part sucks but that's a price I'm willing to pay to live the life that I'm lucky enough to live.
1: That's awesome, awesome, (laughs) awesome. So so where can the listeners find you?
2: Um, so the best place to find me, it's hard to say, uh, my website <laughs> is uh, sin-sage.com. It's a totally free website. It's kind of like a promo thing for me. So uh, you'll find my interviews. You will find uh, my custom video ordering form, the models I have available to work with. Uh, I do release full-length films. Uh, I sell them exclusively on my website as well. Uh, they, they are available on like um, some of the VOD sites too, but uh, sin-sage.com. You can find my OnlyFans, my Clip stores, all of my things. Uh, Twitter, I am at SinSage. Sage. Uh, that is Sin with two ends. Yes. And Instagram, I'm at Real I am Google yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just Google her. Right. Yeah. Just
1: Google. Google me, but my- I did. You're all <laughs> over the place. You paint okay, the Google pages. <laughs>
2: oh good. Yes. Uh, but OnlyFans, OnlyFans, Twitter, and um, and my website. Those are the best places to connect with me for sure.
1: Awesome. Well, I appreciate you talking with me today. It's been a pleasure. You've been a fantastic guest. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and yeah, be sure to check out Senseage And thank you very much. We are signing off. You're listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show. Bye.
0: For listening, If you enjoyed this episode of Phone Sex with Lily Show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch episodes you may have missed, go to Spotify, Anchor, or SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. Simply type in Phone Sex with Lily Show. For the latest from Lily, you can follow her on Instagram at real underscore Lily Craven and on Twitter at... At Lily Craven XXX or message on Facebook at Lily.Craven40. Thanks again. Until next time.